Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Dose of Grace. Hey friends, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, thanks for asking, even though you didn't ask. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm doing well. Today was quite a lazy morning, lazy starting morning. I woke up at like 8 and then as I read my Bible and... The danger of reading your Bible in bed is that you fall asleep and I fell asleep and I woke up again and then by the time I knew it, it was half one and I was like, I did not do anything today. But you know what? I'm on my break, so I'm enjoying this. <laughs> but um, I hope you're doing well. I hope your week is going great. Um, Happy Monday. Great start to the week. I feel like January is flying by. And this is the last week of January. What? I think this month just flew so quickly. It's crazy. But um, what are we grateful for today? I'm grateful for music. I'm grateful for music today because the amount of times I've just broke out in like this little dance in my room. It's it's a bit weird. But you know what? We're enjoying life. So yeah, I'm grateful for music. What are you grateful for? Think of something that you're grateful for today. Um, so this episode today is about my season of waiting, waiting on the Lord's calling, waiting on his timing, waiting on his direction for my future. Well, the next step of my future. So backstory. This is talking about my last year of secondary school, which is high school. And in this year, you have to decide where you want to go for uni, for university, for college, what you want to do after secondary school, basically. And yeah, I... I'm quite an indecisive, vacillating kind of person. Um, I've changed my mind so many times because truly I just don't know. <laughs> I like everything. I want to do everything. So I guess. But sixth year is final year in Ireland of secondary school. You have to take a series of exams in the month of June and those exams score up to total and that total will determine if you get into university or not. So if you want to hear more about that, I have an episode called A New Stage of Life as a Secondary School Student. I talk with Jenny all about her stage of life right now, which is sixth year, which I'm about to kind of dive into. So yeah, this year is quite a high pressure year. Like the pressure is on all the hard work has to be applied this year to get into uni. No other year matters, to be honest, except your sixth year. Well, mm, that's what we thought anyways for my year. Obviously, we're the year of COVID, so ours went a little bit differently. And maybe Jenny's year will go a bit differently as well. But yeah, my year, my word of the year for 2020 was guidance. I talked more about that in my 2021 goals, if you want to listen to that. But yeah, it was guidance and that's how I knew from the beginning. That's how I was going to get through the year with God's guidance. And he was going to lead me in the direction that he wanted me to go. I fully had to put my trust in the Lord. And it was truly like the biggest milestone, milestone, milestone. It was the biggest milestone in my faith so far in my life. Like I haven't had to like fully put all my eggs in God's basket because it's kind of like landy dandy. Um, my life has been so far but yeah I that was when I properly had to live out and put my faith into action with Proverbs chapter 3 verse 4 which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will direct your path and I had to fully do that but you know what I'm so grateful that I learned that right there and then I learned that in 2019 and wow 2020 just 
God exceeded my that word so far, so much. Um, but yeah, I never knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't like. I didn't have any like definite plan. You know, like when you're a child and they're like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And they'll say, "Oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a nurse. Whatever." Um, I never had that. Obviously, I had that. I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to be a teacher," but that's because I was just going with the flow. Like I genuinely didn't know what I wanted to do and like even going to school I knew I liked stuff like I really liked business and I really liked languages but you know what I those are just subjects and I didn't know what I could do with them I didn't know if I could go with a course and um, I also didn't know where I wanted to go I was really vacillating like I was literally going from one place to another so I went to France in second year of um secondary school and I loved that I loved the language French and I was like you know what I'm going to go to France for my university then I was like mm. then I went to Belgium and then I was like you know what I'm going to go to Belgium for my university and like when I say that I don't mean that I just said that and I thought it and then I let the, the thing pass but I actually researched it I looked at scholarships, I looked at schools, like I fully, I have a Belgian friend and I fully asked her so many questions. I was like, I'm actually want to move here. No, full on. I went full out. Then I was like, in sixth year, I was like, you know what? I can go to Canada. Can you see the, the, the link in between those three? They were all French speaking countries. Um, but like in Canada, I want to go in a place where it's broke French and also with Belgium. But, um, that's just a little context. I was very indecisive. So you can understand how I was like, okay, God, like, I don't even know where I want to go. This is the year where I have to put all my hard work in. This is the year where I have to study so much. And I don't even know what direction I want to go to. So, you know what? I know that you lead me. Your plans, you, what you do for me is always good. So I'm just going to trust you. And I had to fully put my trust in God. So yeah, this is what the whole season of waiting is. It's waiting on God's calling, waiting on what where he wants to take me. Also waiting on this season to pass because I'm telling you now, sixth year is, is the hardest year. Wow, it was hard. Actually for me, fifth year was so, <laughs> that was a year, wow. Anyways, but sixth year is tough. Sixth year is a tough year, wow. But I documented the whole journey so i can share with you guys and hopefully this will be encouraging to anyone who's in that season of life right now doing their sixth year and yeah to see how god just moved in my life so incredibly powerful it's kind of like a testimony it's a little bit of my testimony i guess you could put it that way also let's just clarify that this is a whole year this is the whole of this is a whole like school academic year that this has happened and I'm just going to touch on the big milestones. There's so much more that happened and so many other milestones that happened, but I'm already seven minutes in and I haven't even started talking about it. So we're just going to get into it and it's not going to be everything because God moved so much. Oh, he moved so much. And I'm literally just going to be talking about a few of the big milestones milestones the big areas where you can just be like wow i can't believe you actually went to this you know anyways okay let's get into it um it begins on friday the 16th of august 2019 at 12 p.m like i just said that sixth year is uh the most important year this is what it has been ingrained to us since the beginning of secondary school 
that yes you're a junior cert matters but your leaving cert is how you get into university and that is the most important thing like literally they're like this is the most important thing in the world if you mess this up you're dead no full on that is what was ingrained into me so obviously so during the whole end of fifth year beginning of sixth year summer i was super stressed about the whole leaving cert in the whole sixth year and i was so anxious and so worried and i was just praying to god um what i wrote is i was praying to god and that he shows me the path in which I should take, um, that my trust is in him, and he strengthens me, and I'm 100% trust what he does in my life is for his good and for his glory. So I was continuously praying, trying to calm my anxious heart, repeating Psalm 46 verse 10 constantly, just praying over me, just praying over me, um, reminding myself of Jeremiah 29, 11, and just reminding myself, and then you know, just trying to like reaffirm truth and trying to calm my anxious thoughts. So it was the 15th of August. I finished my, I was reading the book of James. If you haven't read the book of James, it's such a good book. I would recommend like you, if you're starting to read the Bible, it's a good book to start with because it's quite simple, condensed and quick to the point, you know? Um, But yeah, I just finished reading the book of James and I was starting a new book, which was Judges, and I had like a devotion for it. So I started reading Judges last, like the 15th of August. And then I was like so confused because what happens is if you don't, especially with the Old Testament, you need to know the context. Well, this is for all of the books of the Bible, but especially for the Old Testament, certain books, you need to understand the backstory and the context before you can actually understand what you're reading. So for Judges, you really need to read Joshua first to understand what is happening in Judges. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read Judges and um, Joshua first because I don't understand. It'll give me a better understanding when reading Judges. So I was like, okay, let me start with Joshua in the morning. So this is the 16th of August. And this is during the time where I'm like just repeating these verses and trying to calm my anxious thoughts. And the first chapter of Joshua says three times, I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. It's incredible. So I'll read out the proper scripture. Verse 5. This is all in chapter 1. Verse 5. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 7. Be strong and courageous. And then verse 9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now obviously this was relating to the time and talking to joshua and joshua was moses's aide so he basically helped moses and i think we all know about moses even if you don't um read the bible but moses died and now it was god was instilling in joshua to lead the people into their promised land the israelites into the promised land so he was telling joshua this as i was with moses i will also be with you i will never leave you nor forsake you be strong and courageous be careful to obey my law, my servant Moses gave you. Da, da, da. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be dis- discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So he's telling Joshua, don't be afraid. Be strong and be courageous because I'm going to be with you. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. Just as I was with Moses, I will also be with you. And that's what he was talking. That's what he's saying to Moses, uh, to Joshua. And I read that. And then I felt this peace just transcend over me. It was actually amazing. 
I was just so at peace at that moment. And I wrote, I'm just thinking, wow, there's no reason to doubt anything. God has made himself very clear. He literally did make himself very clear. Three times, three times repetition, you know? All my worries, all my anxieties, all my situation. It was just completely speaking right into that situation. I was just like, wow, God, you are so good. That is amazing. Because I wasn't even meant to read Joshua. I was reading Joshua to get an understanding for judges, which I was actually, that was my devotion. And just in that moment, in that situation, it was just this wave of peace. God being like, don't worry. Don't be afraid. I will be with you. I will guide you. Oh, it was incredible. So yeah, that was the first big, big moment. And that was just, just me right there at the beginning, as I was saying, I was just reminding myself of truth. I needed to walk in action. I didn't just want to believe. I just I didn't want it just to be the back of my head. But I wanted to prove not just to not to prove to God because he already knows, but I wanted to make sure that I knew and he knew that I was serious about this, that I was putting myself because we have a lot of people these days and even myself included, we like to say something but we don't actually truly live it out or believe it. So I was like, no. I am believing this, I am walking in faith in this, and I'm going to prove, and I'm going to show, not prove, but I'm going to show God that I'm serious about this, and I am fully going to rely on him for this next step of life. So this brings me to the week of fasting. This was in December, the 9th of December, the week of the 9th of December, so it was about five months after this, and I'm just going to be talking about this because this was me being active in my faith like I wasn't just saying oh yeah God I know I know I know I believe I trust I did it whatever I was fully like this is me showing how serious I am and I'm fully relying on him and wow he just spoke to me in ways that is oh my days I just I just cannot believe like this is all this all happened to me what what sorry (laughs) like it's, it's actually incredible but um yeah, so I was like, I'm going on a fast. This fast is to show God I'm serious about what I'm putting my whole trust in him. I'm completely surrendering and I'll wait for the answer of which university to go to. This week of lunches, I will not eat and I'll eat breakfast. This is a fast of guidance. So I I have dedicated time. I had dedicated time and I'm going to wait on the answer. And then I won't do my homework, obviously, because I had a homework to do. So um, I had a dedicated time. I was going to pray. I was going to wait expectantly. Wait expectantly. Is that that's that that's how you say it. expectedly? Sorry, my English. And this will happen when you don't have any communication with people. But you know, we move. Um, and I was waiting on him, and I was just meditating on his truth. So yeah. So on the first day, I was like, um, just telling God, remembering, reminding him. That like I'm ready, I'm fully dedicated, and I'm putting my whole trust in you completely. And um, that I know that your future is in your ha- my future is in your hands, and I'm going to continue to wait patiently but expectantly for an answer. So I was also reading Psalm. So I was reading two books. I, re- I was reading a Psalm a day, and then I was reading um another book. So at that time I was reading Judges, I believe. Um. So the first when I opened my Bible to read the daily my daily word um was psalm 32 verse 8 which says i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go 
And I was like, wow, God, right there, we just started this. This is crazy. And you're already moving mountains for me. Wow, it's crazy. So I was like, wow. My saying is, if it's too good to be true, it's from God. Now, take this with a pinch of salt because obviously we know that the devil is very deceiving and he likes to twist things. He actually used scripture against me. And I was like, mm. <laughs> no, but full on, like, you need to know. That's why it's so important to understand the context. And that's why I'm like, understand the context because he used it against me, man. I was, that's not a story for another day. But yeah, anyways, if, if, that's what, like, take it with a pinch of salt. The devil is like meddling and he's making things look like they're from God. So you think that they're from God, but they're actually not God breath. And he uses scripture. He used scripture to harm me. He, he used scripture against Jesus. Like, yes, he used scripture against Jesus when he was in the wilderness as well. Like the devil knows his scripture and he knows exactly what he needs to say and, and how to twist it into what he wants the outcome to be, if that makes sense. So yeah, just be careful. The devil is playing with me today. Like literally the amount of times where I've tried to say that sentence and it's just been messing. But you know what? We're giving the devil enough attention right now. So we're going to move on and remember, go focus back on God because God is good. Amen. Um, okay, so yeah, that was the first day he already was speaking in this situation. The second day I was burning out. I, I'm going to touch on this now because it only makes sense, but when they say to fully rely on God and give God everything, they actually mean fully, I know this sounds really stupid, like obviously they mean this, but they actually mean fully rely on God, fully put everything up to him. So what I didn't do, I gave them everything except my schoolwork. Everything except my schoolwork. I did everything. I gave him everything. I gave him my future. I gave him my past. I gave him my current situation. I gave him my friends. I gave him my relationships. I gave him my thoughts. Everything. Everything. Except my schoolwork. Now, I thought that... I don't know why I thought this, but I thought that, okay, I'm giving God everything. So, you know what? The least I could do was focus on schoolwork and try to do it on my own. No. I didn't have God in the center of that. And just looking back now, I can say and I can wholeheartedly prove that this is this all this burning out, all the late night studying, all the not the good grades, even though I put in so much work, is because I didn't fully give it to God. I say this because I was relying on my own strength and on my own I am so weak and God is the one who gives me strength. God is the one who gives me strength and I can do all things through Christ. Because he strengthens me. But I was trying to go on my own strength. Which is why I was burning out so often. So frequently. And I wasn't doing the best of my abilities. Because my my abilities are weak. I have no abilities without God. So yeah. I was burning out a lot. And I didn't. Like I said here. I am burning out. I don't understand why I am. I can't continue like this. <laughs> I When I wrote it. I sounded like I was dying. But no. It was fully like. I just wasn't, I didn't understand. This was happening for two years as well. That's why fifth year was so hard. But I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. And when I look back, it's crazy because it was afterwards. But when I look back, it was because God wasn't in, well, God wasn't in the center of that. I didn't give God my schoolwork. So yeah, that's another encouragement. If you're in school, give God your schoolwork. Give it to him. Like he's not saying, give it to me and do nothing. He's saying, give it to me. 
and I will help you. He is here to, he wants to help us. I don't know why we thought we think we could do it on our own because we can't. Like the amount of times that we fail, oh my days, you would think that we would learn. But you know what? God is amazing and he still loves us regardless. He gives us new mercies every day. So we keep pushing forward, you know? Let's go. Okay, the third day, I read, I get a text every day from my pastor um, of a verse of the day. And the verse of the day was Psalm 40, verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. And that is exactly what I was doing. I was waiting on the Lord patiently, expectedly. Why can I not say that word? Expectedly, expected, expectedly. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. But waiting on the Lord and waiting and expecting him to answer me. And he hears me. He hears me. Like we used to talk on the first day. He he was already answering me. And I was just like, God is just amazing. And I really feel his presence and his voice in this short season of fasting. Phenomenal. If I had to skip lunch just to hear his voice, I would do it all the time. So, yeah, the last day was just more of a revelation God was giving me over everything. After doing the whole week, I felt so much peace about my future. And I was in, there's this song called Future Past by John Mark McLennan. Millen, Millen, McMillen, maybe. And the song is like, oh, you, you are my first, you are my last, you are uh, my future and my past. And what he has in store for us, this is what I wrote, what he has in store for us is much greater than I could ever imagine. All I have to do is be still. And know that I am God. That is quoting scripture. But um, yeah, I just, wow. And also, he also gave me more revelations of other things I was going through. Not just my future, but just speaking into other parts of my life as well. It was just crazy. But yeah, wow, wow, wow. God's timing is beautiful. If it's too good to be true, it's from God. So that was the week of fasting. So incredible. Just seeing God move. In ways where I could never have imagined. Something to note as well that's really important is that this is a continuous thing. I continue. This is what I wrote. I continuously prayed, left it with God again and again. Never doubted that He couldn't hear me. But it took me a while to realize that I didn't trust His timing. His timing is so perfect; it couldn't come my way, or else it wouldn't be right. So I let that go. I just wrote that, and I think it speaks for itself. Sometimes we like to. We want things now. We're a go-go generation. We want to get the next big thing. But sometimes we don't understand that we have to be patient. And God's timing is always the best timing. So if it's up to me or if it's up to God, I'd rather go with God. And if it's going to take me five years to get it or if I had to wait till February of 2020 to get the answer, then I would wait. I didn't even... I was never fully sure where God wanted me to be honest like God gave me so many signs I'm just about to talk about them now but he gave me so many signs and gave me so many and it's crazy to look back and be like but Grace why didn't you just believe him at that moment but you know what I didn't doubt God I doubted myself I doubted if I was plucking these kind of things out of thin air and I'm just seeing something and being like oh well that's got to do with this so it must be God like linking things that are not meant to link you know, but he, you know, what's so good about God that he doesn't scold our doubtness. He doesn't scold us for being doubtful, but he just dives into those doubts and he answers them. It's just incredible. But he kept 
answering those doubts and I was like okay god that's gotta be you but then I was like but is this me again and then it would happen again <laughs> so some of the signs that he actually instilled me like to show where he wanted to leave me was obviously first of all the going abroad um it was something that I always wanted to do go abroad and study but he told me not in the way that I intended studying abroad to look like so all those doors were shut another place where I was going to apply to was the UK and with the UK you have to do like a, a personal statement and stuff like that and I was like you know what let me do do that and my guidance counselor was like are you sure you want to do that like not in the way to doubt me but she was like you're going to a law grace and you really don't need the extra work only apply if you know you actually want to go here I didn't want to go here I just want to keep my, all my doors open because again I wasn't sure so I didn't actually finish writing my first <laughs> draft of the personal statement before like the deadline closed so that was another door shut I guess that was just because of my timing but you know that was just, I think that was a really stressful time at the, at the time where I had to fill that in I was just like I can't <laughs> so God was like no and the really funny thing is is that my whole life I was like I don't want to stay in Ireland I don't want to stay in Ireland I don't want to study in Ireland as soon as I can get get out I'm leaving and here I am studying in Ireland I think it's just mad how God just changes our, our plans but to be honest this is the best way possible I, I cannot think of any other way it could have been um, but I just think that's so crazy so yeah those were some signs where I was like no you're staying in Ireland baby girl and I was like oh I don't want to stay in Ireland Sorry, I don't know why I said baby girl. I felt really weird. Anyways, we move on. <laughs> I'm getting way too confident on this podcast. Like, how can I be saying baby girl? Oh my days. Sorry, but let's just let's just go back to that. Like, what did I just say? Can we like replay it? You know? <laughs> but anyways, um another sign he gave me was reconnecting things that I enjoyed doing. So here we have this thing called Goshka, and it's like a a president's award kind of thing and you have to do certain activities so you'd have to do a community personal and physical and one of them has to be new so in fourth year I did learning Mandarin Chinese and I really enjoyed it but somehow he was able to bring that back and what am I doing I am doing um commerce international which is international business with a language and my language is what Mandarin Chinese and who would have thought that I would have went from French to Mandarin like what this whole, my whole life, I'd be like, French, 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 French. And then, boom, in fourth year, I learned Mandarin Chinese. And I'm like, oh, I love this. This is really interesting. But it just kind of died there. And then, in sixth year, actually, I wanted to take it up again. But it was actually the week before Ireland just went into lockdown. So I started for a week. And the next weekend, I was excited. And then, boom, we had to go home. So, you know what? But it's okay, because here I am studying it <laughs> in uni. But... Yeah, it's just crazy. And the last one I'll talk about is another way that he grabbed my attention was through ads. Ads, yes. Like, you know, the ads that you get? Yes, ads. Crazy. I know. What? What? I know. I even feel like really weird saying that. Ads. He got my attention through ads. Now, it's funny because like we're, we are like a social media like generation where we're all on social media, we're all always on our phones, da, da, da. and he used that to get my attention. It was crazy. And he had he used ads, yeah. Like he okay, it wasn't just one ad now and again. I had a folder of over 50 ads that was sent to me 
over a small significant period of time over 50 ads and i had to keep deleting them because my my phone was getting full of storage and i was like oh my days no nobody else i've asked my friends and i was like do you get ads for uni and they're like yeah and i was like how many do you usually get and they're like now and again i was getting ads consistently every almost every single time i was on my phone and it was for the same uni that i'm actually in right now i'm in that uni that i got the ads for right now yes it's just crazy like oh my days like he confirmed even like when i was thinking in the back of my head it was kind of like festering over time i was like oh my goodness but what if i'm completely wrong what if i'm just making this up and an ad would pop up and it would be for that uni and i'm like okay god sorry i need to i'm gonna continue trusting in you mad mad who would have thought like god is so amazing god works in mysterious ways and that that verse was is that a verse i think it is it's not a verse it's a saying but there are scripture to back it up i guess but anyways my my life is a testimony to that that god works in mysterious ways and you know what I love about that? That is so unique. I have never heard of God reaching out to someone through ads. Never in my life have I ever heard of that. And that's also why I was so skeptical because it's never I've never heard about it before. So it could have just been me. I'll look an ad. I'll look an ad. I'll look an ad. You know what I mean? Or like I was thinking, I, you know what? All of this, I was writing down. I never said out loud. I never said the uni out loud. I never said any other uni out loud. So it wasn't that my phone was listening to me. It was God listening to me. <laughs> because he knows my thoughts. He knows what I'm going to what I'm going to say before I even say a word. That's that's said in Psalm 139. But yeah, full on. It's so odd, but it makes my story so beautiful. It's so unique that I am just so grateful. I just think it's mad ads. Who would have thought that God would use ads to reach someone? What? Nobody can tell me that there's no God because no. Um, okay, so let's fast forward to quarantine lockdown situation. So we were put into lockdown and we didn't know what was going to happen. They, The government have changed their mind so many times of what's going to happen with the Leaving Cert. So they were saying, okay, the Leaving Cert is still going to go ahead. But you're going to get 100% in your orals and you're going to get 100% in your practicals. They're like, the Leaving Cert is still going to go ahead, but it's going to be postponed until September, October, later on, after after summer, basically. And then they're like, the Leaving Cert is going to go ahead, but da da da. The Leaving Cert is still going to go ahead, but da da da. And they just kept saying, the Leaving Cert, the Leaving Cert, the Leaving Cert. They wanted the Leaving Cert to go ahead, regardless of this whole pandemic that was happening in the midst of us. But you know what? In May, the 15th or the 20th of May, they were like, we're cancelling the Leaving Cert. So they cancelled the Leaving Cert and we went to predict the grading. And like I said at the start of this episode, we have always been told that the Leaving Cert is the only thing that matters. No other exam matters up to this. So we were based on exams that we didn't actually give 100% in. I mean, some of us did, some of us didn't. But you know what? We were we were told, we have always been told that these exams don't matter. It's the leaving cert that matters. It's the leaving cert. That's the end goal. That's the final set of series of exams that actually matter. No other exams matters unto that point. So we were this was completely new for Ireland, for Irish students. But yeah, 
So it was a lot of a lot of people were stressed. A lot of people were unsure of the uncertainty, especially because they kept telling us one thing, and then in a few weeks they were changing their minds. But you know what? I had such a peace over the whole situation. Such a peace over the whole situation. Obviously, during the whole time, from March to May, I was still studying. I was still working. I was still doing my work. I was just like everyone else, doing, wondering what was going to happen. But you know what? I had God on my side. I had the peace. Because I knew from that whole time that he had my future in his hands. He knew what was going to happen with me. And he was going to direct my path. Nothing would ever stand in his way. Nothing would ever jeopardize that regardless of what was going on in this in the world regardless of what was going to happen with the Sir, he was still going to get me to the place where he wanted me to be just a little um positive note if you're sitting down stressing about something god has already got it worked out that was a quote that i i really tried to ingrain in my hand you're sitting down stressing about something that god has already worked out God is the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and end. He has, he knows the past. He's with us in the present and he holds the future. And he already knows what is going to happen to you. He has planned out your days even before you took a breath. He knows where you're going to go. And all you have to do to get to that place is trust him. Just trust him. Fully rely on God. If I can say one thing, when in doubt, trust God. When in doubt, trust God. That's what I'm trying to say. When in doubt about anything, trust God. Because he always knows what's best. He already knows what's going to happen. But he knows what's best for you in this situation. So yeah. Just like in August of 2019. I was just reaffirming that God, you're in control. I trust you. And everything's going to work out. Because you are good. There were times where I was doubting. And I was like, oh my goodness, but what if, what if, da da da. But I didn't change anything on my CAO. I didn't change my thingies since I put them in. I fully just gave it to God and left it there. Especially after May, when we were found the leaving service was cancelled. I tidied up. I put all my books away. And I just actually physically gave it to God. I was like, I'm not thinking about this. I am not stressing about this because nothing that I will do will change the situation right now. There's nothing that I can do that will change it because it's all up to God now. Like I actually had no choice but to. And that's what happened with a lot of people. A lot of people had no choice but to. And I'm just grateful. I'm thankful that God um, established from the beginning to trust him. But then I did start getting, I still got a few ads now and then when I was, when I was thinking about it or something. But yeah, along the way, there was little wins here and then. I was just like, wow, God, you're really confirming this. You're really confirming this. It was crazy. Just like, whoo, I'm mad. It was mad. And then the 11th of August, 2020. I got accepted into my first choice. It was earlier than they actually said it was. So they were supposed to announce, like send the texts or the emails at half one. And I had my phone on do not disturb because I didn't want to like see it. I wanted to like be, I don't know what I wanted to do. Oh, I think I wanted to record myself. You know, like when you see those reacting to my living to results and stuff like that on YouTube. Yeah. I wanted to re I wanted to see my reaction. But I was scrolling on my phone on my notifications because I wanted to find something. And it was only um 1 23 p.m. And I saw the text message. 
It came early for me. I saw the text message. And I was like, what? No way. I was shook. So I was like, I didn't even believe it. So I had to, because they actually have codes. They don't have, like, if you go accepted to the university or whatever. But they had codes for each course. So I went onto the website and I checked if it was. And it was. It was. It was the course. First choice. And I was like, no way. I was shook. I didn't believe it. I was in awe. I was like, what? Because, like I said, it's been almost a full year. I started it way before like probably 11th of august i could have started stressing about it and god really gave me that piece on the 16th of august of 2019 and then the 11th of august of 2020 was when i got accepted into what like i genuinely cannot believe that i am here right now i can say this and it's true like i cannot believe that i'm out of like when it was two days later and i was like what i'm out of the season of waiting i'm out of the season of guidance i mean obviously god is always guiding me but this was hardcore you know what i mean and i was out of it and that was it done what i was shook it was so crazy and i don't get i don't think that god has ever moved so much in my life um before that time like god moved in my life, yes. But man, that year was God filled. God, we, no, sorry for the weird expressions, but I don't think you understand, like, how. Well, maybe you do understand, but like, God is so good. What is this story? And let me just say, this isn't the full story. I have skipped so many things that have happened, so many winnings, so many confirmations. It's just amazing and god really spoke to me during that season he gave me peace reassurance over and over and over again even though i should have believed him the first time like reassurance over and over he he dived into my doubt and he confirmed his peace over me and he also used me like he used me in that in that season to reach different people and he build me up to be more Christ-like every single day and to be a light and a witness into people's lives. And also, I apparently, my friend has told me that I gave her a lot of conviction and discernment through the way that I lived. And I just think that's really weird because, like, God was using me even before I even knew. Like, God was using me in ways that I could never imagine him to use me, if that makes sense. But yeah, wow. Wow, what a year. So I think the passage, Isaiah 55, that says your thoughts. Oh, I should quote it. Let me quote it. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That says it all. Do not think that your ways are better than God's ways because God's ways are always the best way because God's way is good. God knows what you need even before you say it, even before you think it, or even before you even realize it. He knows you better than you know yourself, full on. And also give God everything. Like I said earlier, 
One thing I didn't give him was my schoolwork. I really didn't think that I needed to give him my schoolwork. I really didn't think so. But you know what? God wants us to give him everything. Everything. We're supposed to lay down our lives for him and pick up our cross and follow him. But God's way is always the best way. Like, the amount of times that I cried over work, over maths, over accounting, the amount of stress that I felt, the pressure, I don't even know. I didn't even know until, like, I came out of it and realized how detrimental it was because God was in the center of it. Like, he made a way regardless. Like, he will get you to that destination where he wants you to go, regardless of what you do or what you say or how you act. But I would say save yourself the trouble and put God in the center of everything you every single thing that you do. I'm not saying that because I felt those stress because I didn't trust God, like that God was punishing me. That is not what I'm saying. Do not take it that way. That is not what I'm saying. Okay, let's let's clear that because I feel like a lot maybe you might have been like, Oh well, God is just punishing you because you didn't No, he wasn't punishing me. No. No, sweetie, no, he wasn't. Um but anyways even if you're not going to your leaving cert or you're not going through a time where it's a another milestone. And a quote that would reson that resonated with me and can resonate with you as well, especially during this pandemic, is when the darkness of uncertainty and fear longs over you, don't let go of the one you knew in the light. So guys, I hope that was really encouraging for you. I pray that God uses this to bless whoever he wants to bless. Maybe it's you. And I'm so grateful to be a vessel in your life and for God to open your eyes to see what he wants you to see or to remind you of something that maybe you might have forgotten. But yeah, I just, this is my story. This is one of my seasons that God has brought me through. Wow, I am so grateful that I get to share this. And you know, it's incredible how God moves in so many and different ways. And yeah, I'm just in awe. So let's just give God the glory. Let's give God the glory. <laughs> Sorry. But no, full on. I would never have made it out of here if it wasn't for God. Wow. God is so good. So, so good. But yeah, that's my season. That's my season of waiting. I don't even think I can call it season of waiting because, well, yeah, season of waiting on God because I was waiting on a, his answer. You know, someone told me that um, you're always in a season of waiting or you're always in a season that's got to do with waiting. Either your season going into waiting, you're in a season of waiting or you're a season that's just come out of waiting. I think that's crazy to think about because we're always asking God for stuff you know we're always saying oh God can you give me this can you give me that oh God can you bless this person can you bless that person oh God can you do this 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 and we're always waiting to hear his voice and for him to answer our prayers so I guess we're always in a season of waiting because there's always something we're asking for and also going into that since we're always asking for something how often do we stop be still and give God the glory and thank him for the answered prayers that he's given you. Thank him for waking you up because that's a blessing in itself. And even the fact that you can listen to this is a blessing. We are so blessed. We're so privileged. We're so wealthy. We're so wealthy. And this world has changed what wealth is. You know what? The fact that you have a bed. The fact that you have a, a, a house. You have knives and forks. You have so many that you can go 
five days without washing the dishes. You have food that's going to be prepared for you or you're going to cook food. You have the ability to connect with people via via social media. You can listen to this podcast right now. You have you are blessed. You are well you are wealthy. You may not be the wealthiest, you may not be the richest, but you are wealthy. And so many people don't have this. So let's just be grateful today. That's something that you can be grateful for. If you didn't think of something you can be grateful for earlier. Um, but yeah, just let's just remember of the answered prayers and the blessings that he gives us, even if we don't ask him for them, you know? So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I really pray that this was encouraging and I hope you have a blessed day, evening or night. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. I hope it opened you up to a new perspective that you might have never thought of before. I hope I made use of your valuable time and I pray that you have a wonderful week. Tune in next Monday for a new episode available on all podcast streaming platforms. See ya!